Hurricane Sandy, unofficially referred to as Superstorm Sandy, was the deadliest and most destructive, as well as the strongest hurricane of the 2012 Atlantic hurricane season. At that time, my brother lived in Hoboken, New Jersey, and was very directly impacted by this, like millions of others, both financially and logistically. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada, and I was on the phone with my brother when the storm surge moved up and over the break wall along the Hudson River, washed over Sinatra Park, and then began flowing uphill, submerging streets. This Day in Weather History. Hurricane Sandy did not look like much when it was churning and developing, but it had a hidden agenda. In the end, and after all the chaos that ensued, the storm inflicted nearly $70 billion in 2012 USD in damage and killed 233 people across eight countries, from the Caribbean to Canada. It was the 18th named storm, 10th hurricane, and second major hurricane of the year. Here is the timeline as it's set up. Then, on the 29th of this month, we will conclude our story with its eventual landfall on the United States. October 22nd. TD-18 develops into a tropical storm in the Caribbean Sea and is named Sandy. On the 24th, Sandy, almost three days later, develops into a Category 1 hurricane, then immediately gets to work that same day with a landfall near Kingston, Jamaica, with winds of 80 miles per hour, almost 130 kilometers per hour. On October 25th, Hurricane Sandy, now upgraded to a Category 2 hurricane, makes landfall in Cuba, packing 105 mile-per-hour winds, almost 170 kilometer per hour. But not one to rest on its laurels, it sets off for Haiti and then the Bahamas with more landfalls. Sandy was making the rounds and hitting everything in its path. This was a one-storm wrecking crew. On the 26th, Sandy is only a Category 1, with winds back down to 80 miles per hour or 130 kilometers per hour. Now, knowing something was amiss here, the U.S. states of New York, Maryland, Washington, Pennsylvania, North Carolina jump and declare a state of emergency. On October 27th, as Sandy enters a new period of transition, the National Weather Service downgrades Sandy to a tropical storm. Was this a critical mistake? Did people take it lighter when this declaration was made? Did it lessen the intensity of prep by the average citizen? Later that day, Sandy strengthens again back up to a Cat 1 hurricane with sustained winds of 75 miles per hour. With this turn of events, the states of New Jersey, Connecticut, and Massachusetts declare states of emergency of their own. Now the list of concerned state governments has grown to full anticipation of some sort of landfall in their very, very densely populated shores. Speaking of shores, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie orders residents living in the barrier islands from Sandy Hook South to Cape May to evacuate. He orders the casinos to evacuate no later than 4 p.m. on the Sunday. Their commuter train system, the Amtrak, cancels all its scheduled runs that originate or end in any of the East Coast stations that are in the Declaration of Emergency Zones. October 28th. Rail prep and cancellations continue the next day when New York's MTA suspends all subway and commuter rail and bus service after the post-work rush on this day. 
Southeastern Pennsylvania Transportation Authority suspends all their services and all airlines in the area cancel their flights. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo instructs the Army and Air National Guard members to get into position and in a ready state to mobilize in the event of public panic or evacuation. This is accompanied that very same day by New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg ordering all schools to close and low-lying areas to evacuate. Rhode Island, which oddly enough is not even an island, declares a state of emergency. The stakes are mounting. We need a word from the White House now. And it came when President Barack Obama declares a state of emergency for Connecticut, Washington, Delaware, Maryland, Massachusetts, New York, and Rhode Island. And that brings us to October the 29th. We will pick this story up in four days when Hurricane Sandy made its landfall on the mid-Atlantic seaboard and unleashed a storm surge that residents of Long Island, Staten Island, and the Jersey Shores will never forget on October 29th, that day in weather history. Tomorrow is October 26th and beginning tomorrow, we are brought to you by Tourism Ireland, where 3,000 years of Halloween history awaits you. All week, we will be leading up to that one night of the year that we all enjoy. Then remember to tune in on Saturday, October the 31st for a special Halloween episode where we will look at the ancient origins of Halloween in Ireland and the different weather phenomenons around the globe that have helped or hindered goblins and ghouls on this spooky day. But we got to get through the craziness of tomorrow first. A rare and significant late-season tornado outbreak took place across the north-central United States. Think 26 tornadoes. This day in weather history, with me, your host, Chris May.